0: I would like to finish the sermon that I have to stop a few weeks ago, the sermon regarding reverencing the Holy Spirit concerning being led by the Spirit. Before I preach, I would like to give you some general idea about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a divine person, and He dwells in the believer, and He dwells on the believer, to annoy the believer to get the job done for the kingdom of God. In order to work with the Holy Spirit, in order to be led by the Spirit, in order to be guided or healed or empowered or quickened by the Holy Spirit, we need to increase the awareness increase the appreciation, respect, and honor toward him who is a divine person. If we ignore him, we are not aware of him, we don't respect him, he cannot help us. The way the Holy Spirit works in this world is this way. I just want to give you a general picture first, overall picture. The Holy Spirit is in every believer. And when the presence of the Holy Spirit is in the believer and on the believer, that anointing can touch you, can bless you, heal you, and perform miracle in you. In other words, Pastor da can have the anointing to bless me in my home or in the car. She can be used by the Holy Spirit to minister to me. God can use any one of you in this room, the Holy Spirit, through you to bless me. And the same way the Holy Spirit can be on anybody to bless you and to minister to you. So we receive the benefit from the anointing of the Holy Spirit from somebody else. That's one way God works. He works through somebody to you. We call the anointing. The second way, He works directly to you. He speaks to you. He leads you. He guides you. He tells you what to do. He tells you what not to do. Where to go. Where not to go. Keep your mouth shut. Don't sign a check. Don't invest. He will tell you. He's minister to you. Number three, The Holy Spirit minister through you to help other people. In my mission trip this time, on Sunday morning, I prayed to God and I could not come to the conclusion which message I'm going to preach. I came up on the pulpit with three or four messages. I don't know what to preach yet. I was waiting for the Holy Spirit. Suddenly, Pastor Dar spoke to me. You should preach this message. He, He didn't even know that I prepared that message. God gave her the word of wisdom to tell me what message I should preach on Sunday morning, last Sunday in Switzerland. And when I got that word from Pastor Da Mouth, I knew and knew right away that God was speaking to me. So I preached the message, and wow, the whole church got blessed because the Holy Spirit worked through her to me. So that's how another way. God used somebody else, to work to you. God work to you directly or God work through you to other people. And number four, the Holy Spirit can move in the corporate or in the meeting. And that is called the move of God. God is moving. God is healing people. I remember in Sweden, the first service on Tuesday morning, I began to preach. And I didn't even lay hand. I just began to preach about love. Actually, I was preaching about love. One lady from Denmark was sitting in the left side of the room. Demons start to come out of her. I didn't even lay hand. I didn't cast out demons. Demons start to come out of her. Everyone see that. That is the move of God. The Holy Spirit is moving in the meeting, touching people, healing people, ministering to people. So he can move in the big scale. He can move in you, through you, and through other people to you. Now you see the picture. In order to receive the benefits of leading, miracles, deliverance, healing, anything from the Holy Spirit either in yourself, through you, through other people, or in the meeting or the move of God, what we need to do is to recognize that He is a person. And He is a divine person that needs to be respected and honored. In order to work with Him, we need to understand that we can quench the Holy Spirit. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. We can insult the Holy Spirit. If we do those things, or we can lie to the Holy Spirit. If we do those things, we are not working with Him. He will not be partner with us. He is a good God, holy God. The book of Proverbs, chapter 6, verses 16 to 19 say, There are, three, there are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue. The Bible says that the devil is a father of lies. In order to work with the Holy Spirit, one thing we need to be careful is not to practice Lying. Sometimes we lie to man. we thought that we can get by because they don't know. But actually, you don't lie only to man. you lie to the Holy Spirit. God is so full of light, life, and truth. He's not going to partner with people who are deceiving and lying all the time. So if you want the Holy Spirit to work in you, through you, or work to you from outside, you need to be truthful people. You need to be genuine and honest people. Then the Holy Spirit can work with you, can speak to you, and can guide you and lead you. How many people want to be a partner with God, that God work with you and in you and through you? I want to be a partner with God. It's so wonderful. In this trip in Switzerland, I faced so many things, challenging things to resolve. And I tell you, Every time the grace of God is there, the Holy Spirit came on me. He told me exactly what to say, what to do, every single step. Without Him, I could not do it. I could not resolve all those problems. But I work together as a partner with the Holy Spirit. But one thing I need to do is to really honor Him and will not practice deception and lying. Or I will not insult Him or grieve Him. The Holy Spirit can be blasphemed. He can be insulted. And one form of lies that cause Jesus to be very upset or have a we call godly anger is called hypocrisy. Hypocrisy will not work with the Holy Spirit. What does it mean, hypocrisy? Actually, hypocrisy causes So many non-believers to despise the church of God. They think that Christianity has two standards. On Sunday one way, going home another way. And many people turn away from God. Many children. I heard statistics that two-thirds of people in America, after they finished teenager year, they left the church. And I believe that one of the reasons many young people in America walk away from church, walk away from God, Because they notice hypocrisy in the life of the parents. Lying, deception. How hypocrisy works? You say one thing, but you do another thing. On Sunday, you say hallelujah. When you go back home, you say bad words. And you say you love God, but when you go home, you gossip about your friend in the church. That is hypocrisy. Or another form of hypocrisy is that you do the right thing. You said the right thing, but you have a wrong heart. You deceive yourself and you deceive other people that you are sincere, but in fact, you are not sincere. We need to get rid of all these things. Lies, deceptions, hypocrisy. If we want the Holy Spirit to move in this generation, if we want the move of God in our ministry, if we want the move of God in the workplace, when we pray for somebody, and God perform miracle. We need to walk in the truth. We should not lie. We should not practice hypocrisy. We should be real and genuine. We should not manufacture something that is not there. If God is not moving, we don't manufacture it. We don't try to make it up. Please be real. Be genuine toward the Lord. The move of God is real. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit is real. The gift of the Holy Spirit is real. Miracles are real, but we don't manufacture them. We want the real thing. So if we want to walk with the Spirit, we need to be genuine and don't make anything up ourselves or manufacture anything. Let me read the scripture about Moses and Aaron. We are talking about respecting the Holy Spirit. You remember I say the Holy Spirit worked in somebody, through somebody to bless you. And the Holy Spirit worked in me and through me to bless you. And the Holy Spirit is moving to bless everybody. The move of God. Now let's look at what happened in Exodus chapter 16. And they journey from Elim. And all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai. On the 15th day of the second month, after they departed from the land of Egypt, then the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died in the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the pots of meat and when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. The children of Israel in this situation forgot that there were slaves in Egypt. They were beaten and mistreated like cows and buffalo or like dogs. They forgot that They were mistreated by the enemy. Now God set them free. They came out to the wilderness. Sometimes the devil can paint a false picture of how fun, how good to be in bondage and to live in sin and serve the devil. Actually, serving the devil and sin always lead to death, destruction, and curse. Serving the Lord Jesus Christ Working for the kingdom of God leads to life, prosperity, and life, and good things. So don't listen to the devil. These people, they thought that to walk out of Egypt, out of slavery, is not good. They'd rather go back to be slaves to the pharaoh. They were deceiving. And they were complaining. They were talking against Moses and Aaron. Two persons that God anointed and used to set them free out of Egypt. They were gribing, murmuring, and complaining against Moses and Aaron. Look at verse 7 and verse 8. And in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, for he hears your complaints against the Lord. Who did they complain to? They complained to Moses and Aaron. But now the Bible says you complain against the Lord. But what are we? that you complain against us. Also Moses said, this shall be seen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and in the morning bread to the full. For the Lord hears your complaints which you make against him. And what are we? Your complaints are not against us, but against the Lord. They thought that they had problem with Moses and Aaron. They thought that they're fussing about Moses and Aaron. But actually, in the eyes of God, they were complaining against God himself. God took this complaint and rebellion personally. They are not speaking against Moses, actually. They are speaking against God. Let me read from scripture. Mark chapter 9, verse 37. Mark 9, 37. Whoever received one child like this in my name received me. And whoever received me does not receive me, but him who sent me. I will make a conclusion after I finish reading. Matthew 10, 40. He who received you received me. And he who received me received him who sent me. What? do these two scriptures mean? It means that God is very serious and big on delegation. When God delegates somebody to do the job for him, that person represents him. And when you attack that person, God takes that personally. You attack him as well. God takes delegation very seriously. When people do not receive a person, who is sent by God, actually, they reject God himself. And God would take it personally. These people complain against Moses. They were gribing. They say, who are you who put you in charge? You think you can lead us? We can lead ourselves. Don't worry about it. We can follow God ourselves. We don't need you. But actually, who put Moses in charge? God. So when they were talking against Moses, they were talking against God or against the anointing in the life of Moses. I'm talking about this because we are talking about being led by the Spirit, being helped by the Spirit, being ministered to and through by the Spirit. In order to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, we need to respect the anointing on the life of people. If you attack people, you attack the anointing, you attack God as well, and God cannot help you. That's what I try to come up. Numbers chapter 16, verses 1 to 3, another incident here. Korah, son of Isha, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and certain Reubenite, Dathan and Abiram, sons of Eliab, and on son of Baaleth became insolent and rose up against Moses. With them were 250 Israelite men, well-known community leaders who had been appointed members of the council. They came as a group to oppose Moses and Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. The whole community is holy. Every one of them and the Lord is with them. Why didn't you set yourself above the Lord's assembly? Korah, Dathan, and Abiram said to Moses, Who are you? Who set you up over us? Who told you to lead us? We can do it ourselves. You know what happened afterward? You're going to see that God took rebellion very seriously. Numbers chapter 16, 25 to 34. Moses got up and went to Dathan, Abiram and the elders of Israel followed him. He warned the assembly, move back from the tents of these wicked men. Do not touch anything belonging to them and you will be swept away because of all their sins. So they moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan and Abiram. Dathan and Abiram had come out and were standing with their wives, children, little ones at the entrances to their tents. Then Moses said, This is how you will know that the Lord has sent me to do all these things and that it was not my idea. If these men die a natural death and experience only what usually happens to men, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something totally new and the earth opens its mouth and swallows them with everything that belongs to them, they go down alive into the grave. Then you will know. That these men have treated the Lord, not to himself, the Lord. The Lord took it personally, with contempt. As soon as he finished saying all this, the ground under them split apart. And the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them. And with their household and all Korah's men and all the possessions, they went down alive into the grave. With everything they owned, the earth closed over them and they perished and were gone from the community. All their cries, all the Israelites around them fled, shouting, the earth is going to swallow us too. What happened? Korah and those men, including their wife, their kids, their dogs, their cats, their properties, their furniture, all gone into the ground. So God tried to tell us the message. We need to respect the Holy Spirit. We cannot challenge the work of the Holy Spirit that comes through a man or through a servant of God. God take this seriously. When we despise, blaspheme, or attack the work of the Holy Spirit, these men died unnaturally. Because they complained against Moses, which is against God. I know that this message is quite strong. But I want all of us to experience the move of God. I want all of you to be blessed by God. What you learn here is that you need to respect the anointing on people's life. You should not attack people. That's why I never attack any pastor or preacher in the world. I don't want to talk about them. It's not my business to judge any pastors or preacher. They are the servant of God. My job is to learn from them. Anything wrong, I will not learn. Anything good, I learn. I'm, I'm not in the position to attack any pastors, any preacher, or even servant of God in this church. I know the anointing is on the video team. The anointing is on the children's program workers. I need to respect them. I need to honor every servant of God. Amen? And we need to honor each other because all of us have the anointing on us. When the sister came up to give testimony a while ago, I need to honor her because she was speaking under the anointing. I need to honor the anointing on her life. I need to honor the anointing on the worship leader on the drummer. And if I have that attitude, I honor and respect the Holy Spirit or the anointing on people's life, you know what happened? I receive the blessing. I receive the healing. I receive the breakthrough because the Holy Spirit in them bless me because I have the right attitude toward the things of God. Amen? Respecting the Holy Spirit doesn't mean that we scare of Him. But it means that we reverence Him, honour Him. When He speaks, we keep our mouth shut and listen. When He does something, we just follow Him instead of fighting against Him. We must increase in our awareness and our respect and reverence toward the Holy Spirit. We should not be complainers. We should not be people who talk against the things of God. Numbers chapter 14, verse 2. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness. And look at verse 11. Then the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people reject me? Let me ask this question. When people complain against pastors, against people, Do they think that they complain against God? No. They don't think so. They think that they complain or they lie to people. But God take it personal. When you complain against a servant of God that God sent to you, or somebody that God is using to speak to you, and you complain, and you blaspheme, or you despise that person, God say, you lie to me, you despise me. And how long will they not believe me? with all the signs which I have performed among them. The children of Israel did not only complain against Moses, they complained against God. How many people remember on the road to Damascus, what did Jesus say to Paul? Did Jesus say, why did you persecute Christians? Did he say that? No. He said, why did you persecute me? Jesus took it personal when somebody hurt his children. That's why we need to respect each other in the church. That's why we should not take advantage of one another. We should treat each other with respect and honor, including little children in the church. That's how you treat God. You treat other people with respect. You treat him with respect as well. Acts chapter 9, verse 4. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I hope that the scripture today will give you a revelation. How you treat other people. And you should respect the anointing on other people's life instead of looking down on them. Matthew 25, 34-40 Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Actually, I say to you, in as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. What do you learn from all this scripture that I read? How you treat other believers, the servant of God, is equal to how you treat him. If you want to follow the Holy Spirit, if you want the Holy Spirit to work in your life, lead you, guide you, speak to you, You can be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. One thing you need to learn is to honor the anointing on other people. Actually, we are looking for a place that we can rent for the German pastor couples to come here for three months for translation. Uh, If you know somebody who can rent a room for them to stay, we will be glad that they can come and have a place here so that they can do the ministry in this church about translation. I'm so proud of Pastor Da. She said to me last night, if we cannot find a place, if no one can open the house, we open our house. Because when we treat them that way, we treat Jesus too. Amen? We do good to them, we do good to Jesus. When we give water, to the servant of God to drink, we give water to Jesus as well. And the rewards on that person will be on me too. When you respect the anointed people of God, you treat them, you give food to them, you help them, you receive the same reward that they receive. Wow. It's very powerful. This respectful treatment on other people or lying to the Holy Spirit will quench the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. This is one of the tricks of the enemy. You need to guard your heart very carefully. And definitely, I need to guard my life. I need to watch my life carefully. I have been a pastor for 37 years. And I noticed one thing, the scheme of the enemy. In order to destroy you, is to make you stumble my life. I need to watch my life, not to stumble anybody. Because you you begin to despise your pastor. Believe me. Even though I give the good message on Sunday, you will not get anything from me. The message will go over your head and get to somewhere else. That's why as a pastor, I cannot force people to be members of this church. If they come in and they see that this is a Thai man, speak with accent, not American pastor, they begin to look down on me. Believe me. Even the best message I preach, they get nothing for me. They will not get any healing from me. I can lay hand until their hair all go off. They still not get healed. Because they despise the anointing on my life, and the anointing cannot work in the people who show disrespectful attitude, action, and heart toward people, toward the servant of God. That's why you need to keep the heart right all the time. When we invite guest speaker here, I tell you, I sit there, respecting the anointing, and I absorb. I receive, I get the anointing on me, who flow to me. I want more anointing. I have to keep my heart right toward all the servant of God. I cannot look down on any servant of God. They have something that I don't have, and I have something they don't have. So we give to each other. We bless each other. We receive from each other. We should not have the attitude like those children of Israel that look down on the servant of God. Amen. Lying and despising somebody is the way to abuse relationship. If you want to keep good relationship, you need to respect each other. If you want to keep good relationship with God, you need to respect God. You need to respect the anointing. You should not lie to Him. If Believe me, if I lie to you one time, that relationship, our relationship will be broken. From that day on, you may not trust me anymore. In my trip this time, I saw with my own eyes that a person lied to the group. And we all find out, and I feel so bad because I know that the rest of the people will not trust that person anymore. That person need to change the lifestyle. No lying, no disrespectful treatment. We need to treat each other with respect and we should not lie to one another. Lying is evil, devilish, and hellish. Lie, lying should not be in the church. Are you putting the seatbelt on? I feel that you feel uncomfortable right now. I preach a very strong message, but we need to hear that. Don't practice deception and lie because we want the Holy Spirit to work with us. Amen? We should be honest. We should tell the truth. Only the truth. Amen? And then we can be strong spiritually. We can be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We should honor the anointing and the Holy Spirit in the meeting and in the people's life. When we preach, you should not put the phone out and play game. That is despising the Holy Spirit. You should not do anything else. You just pay attention to what the Lord wants to say to you and don't do anything else. You just honor the Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 10, verses 40 to 42. This will be the last scripture for me. He who received you, received me. And he who received me, received him who sent me. He who received a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. Prophet means an anointed person. This meaning. Everyone say, I'm anointed. Everyone say again, I'm anointed. Should we... Receive one another. Because we are all anointed in a different way. Amen? We should receive each other. And he who receives a righteous man, are you righteous by the blood of Jesus? Yes, we are all righteous by the blood of Jesus. In the name of a righteous man, shall receive a righteous man reward. Amen. I know Pastor Darwin we have a lot of rewards in heaven. He sacrificed a lot. So I need to treat her well give her water, massage her. Then I receive the reward of Pastor da in heaven as well. We need to treat each other with respect. And God promised that when we do good to his people, we receive the same reward. Wow, he is very big on delegation. When you treat his anointed person well, you are treating him as well the same way. He, he takes this seriously. And whoever gives one of these little ones, only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple. as surely I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. In conclusion today, we need to increase the greater appreciation on the things of the Spirit. We need to recognize that our brothers and sisters are anointed. And God can use them to minister to us in a different way at a different time. That's why the community of the church, we should respect each other. We should honor one another. Because God can use the anointing on anybody to bless you. You should also respect and honor the man and the woman of God that he put over you in your life your pastors, your elders, your parents, your teachers, your care group leaders. When you respect them, you respect God. When you treat them well, you get the same reward. When God is using somebody to minister to you, and again I want to say, signs and wonders do not only happen in a church on Sunday. It can happen at the bus station. It can happen in the hospital. It can happen in the shopping mall. The key is your attitude. Your attitude toward the anointing on people. The attitude of respect toward the things of God. And if you respect the things of God, the Holy Spirit, and the life of people around you that God put in your life, you shall receive miracles. You shall receive miracles. A lot of good things into your life. Not from them, but from the Holy Spirit in them. Amen? From now on, can you look at each other in a different way? From now on. That they are anointed. God can use them. We bless each other that way. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit, of the gift of the Holy Spirit, can work at home during cooking. Maybe your wife turn around and lay hand on you and pray for you because you got a call. Did you respect the anointing in your wife? What happened? You get healed because you respect her, her anointing. I even respect my children when my daughters tell me something. I listen because she has the anointing too, not just me. We need to respect one another, and then we're gonna see the move of God. Amen. How many people want to work with the Holy Spirit? How many people want the Holy Spirit to work in you? Through you? How many people want to receive the blessing from other people who are anointed too? Amen. Point to the person next to you. You are anointed. I respect you. I respect you. Amen. Can we from now on have this mentality? I will respect the things of God. From now on, let us respect the delegated authority that God put over us. And we're going to see more of the move of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want our church to be the place that people in great Seattle area will talk around. That, oh, if you need healing, go there. Oh, you know, if you need deliverance, go to New Hope. Oh, you need miracle, breakthroughs, go to New Hope. Even the archer, stand there, lay hand on you. You got healed. You don't need to even come to the pastor. Amen. You walk in, even little children lay hand on you. You get healed. How that can happen? Because the members of this church honor the things of God. God can use you. Everyone, point to the person next to you. God can use you. You are anointed. God can use you. And let's say to the neighbor, I respect you. I respect the anointing on you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. Keep our attitude right, okay? Father, thank you so much for this teaching. Reminding us, Lord, to walk with the Spirit in a respectful way. Lord, we want to see the move of God in the great Seattle area. We want to see what happened in the book of Acts here. We want to show respect to you. And we want to respect the anointing on our brother and sister's life, Lord. Oh, Lord, we will not say anything, do anything to despise the things of the Spirit. We will not despise the work of God. Lead us, Lord. Speak to us. Anoint us. Show us your way, Lord. Use us to be the channel of blessing to other people. Lord, use everyone in this room. From now on, everywhere they go, when they pray for people, when they lay hand on people, the anointing of the Holy Spirit will work through them to bless others. They will be like kings on earth, priests on this earth. Whatever they say by the authority of the name of Yeshua Hamakiach, miracles shall happen. You shall support their preaching of the gospel. Father, from today on remind us to respect your Holy Spirit have a reverence fear of the divine person named the Spirit of the truth Father if we have sinned against you we have bad attitudes we disrespect people around us help us Lord remind us to repent Lord, even little children in this church, you can use them, Father. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you learn something today? Amen. Hallelujah. Do you repent? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's stand up. Hallelujah. Let me pray for all of you. In the name of Yeshua Hamakiach. May you bless them and keep them. May you shine your faith upon them and give them more grace. May you lift your countenance over them and give them shalom. O Lord, so that they can put your name on their children, their grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And they all shall be blessed. Lord, may this house, may this church, be like the house of Obed-Edom, the house of the blessing, the presence of the Almighty God, shall be in this house shall be upon our life everywhere we go. The presence of God shall be in our home, in our office, everywhere we go, Lord. Your presence shall be with us. We will be the carrier of your presence. We respect your presence. We respect the anointing. Use us, Lord, to bring supernatural breakthroughs into people's life. Use us to be the vessel, to be the key to open heaven over this city, over the nations, Father. Bless the work of their hand, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Tell the person next to you, God bless you. God bless you. If you want me to pray for you, I have half an hour to pray. You can come here, I will pray for you. Hallelujah. Joy, 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 <laughs> make me go, go in to grow. Right now. Yeah, joy, 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 me joy, 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 Walk, joy, joy, be. joy, the joy, 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 of the Lord The Bible says in His presence There's a fullness of joy There's a fullness of joy Yeah, the power Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Yes, Lord The Lord said to you, my daughter I love
1: you You are not an orphan. You are not a You are accepted by me By acceptance You are precious to me You are I'm gonna go to i love <laughs> <and satisfy laughs> <my dreams. laughs>
0: yes, Lord. Come on. Name of Yeshua. How Yes. Fire. Fire. Go. 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 Life. Up. May the Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead give life to your mortal body right now. Yalek has given new organ. Give me strength. My Lord, live a
1: Yes Lord. Yes,
0: Lord. yes Lord bless you anointing 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 Yes Lord Uh... Spiritually guided, spiritually sensitive, spiritually
1: yielded. fire, oh, I need you, Lord, fire,
0: Be the level say the Lord you go to the next level of everything in my kingdom touch and feel the impartation thank you Jesus thank you Jesus the Lord be sensitive to my leading to the leading of my spirit but I tell- And